Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. If you could do your illegal activity and put it, I have a cousin who years ago, growing up as a teenager, computers at first kind of hit, like we still dial up modem and all this. And he's like, man, I'm going to work at the Pentagon. I'm like, well, that's a lofty ambition. Good luck for you. Uh, he told me his plan, which was to hack into them. And not take it, just hack into him and let him know I can do this. So I said, Matt, I think that's a very bad idea. A couple of years go by, but that's exactly what he did. He now works for the Pentagon. He's over in Europe. And he works for their IT security. Because he's like, I can break through any firewall you got, man. And I'm like, maybe apply for the job. He's like, I want to get hired. There's no real interview process in that particular case. So he hacked in, basically let them know exactly who he is. They came to, quote, unquote, visit him. They had a talk, but he's working there like three months later. Damn. What did you stop doing? Why did you stop doing it? Uh, 206-803-ROCK. So I, know, I, know a lot of I don't recommend you do that, but it worked out for him. Because I know a lot of people that'll make like, uh, what, like apple pie or whatever, but they still yeah. go to like legal stores and buy, buy the vodka the, or the grain alcohol or whatever. Exactly. I don't know if I know anybody that actually makes their own. Once in a while, somebody will have a little jar or something and be like, I know somebody that made this. And you're like, cool. Yeah, I think, but I'm impressed by that guy, but yeah, that's that's a big operation, man. Yeah. That's why I could never take the time to learn to do something like that. It, it would instantly be a problem. And my wife would do the same thing. Like, I'm dumping all of your product out, not because you're making it, but because you're drinking. Well, Miles asked the correct question. Was it the drinking or the making? And it he did. said both. It's yeah. like, right, you're married, there's three kids at home, like... And one one day she woke up and said, "Hell with it, I'm dumping it out." Oh yeah, I'm sure there was many conversations about it <laughs> leading up to that point. Hello, Lisa. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. I'm so happy to chat with you guys. Thank you so much for your yeah funnies all day, every day. I just enjoy you so much. Oh, thank my, you. My um my uh, I quit drinking about 24 years ago. My, I didn't meet my husband until after that, and he ended up being a major drinker when I met him. I'd been sober about two years. He ended up, um, I knew it wasn't going to work whatsoever because I knew that I could not be around someone that drank. And so, thank goodness, the only, the only problem was is that I really liked him, and, and I thought, I really like this guy. I have got to just, maybe I'll wait till next week to tell him you know, that I'm not going to, this isn't going to work. And so I kept putting it off week after week. And it turned out that when I brought it up to him at one point, I just never wanted to tell him not to drink, but he was a big time drinker. And what was so cool about it is when it came down to it, um, when the conversation did come up, he never drank again. We've been married 20 years this month. And I am the biggest partier to this day. Even though I'm not a drinker, I know how to party. And so I just have had um, a blast with him. In fact, oh, no. Oh, oh come on. Um, dance no. or anything like that. We'll go to the casino and then we'll turn out. He'll go in for dinner. I'll go next door and party and dance, whether it's by myself, whatever, and dance all night. And he'll go in for dinner and I'll be next door dancing. So, so we just, I'm the one that looks drunk at the party. When you <laughs> when right. you first broached this topic with it, because like you said, it's not a conversation you really wanted to have. You knew it was necessary. Did you believe him when he said, I'll just stop? I didn't really think about believing him. I just knew that I could not tell him not to drink sure. because that wasn't going to be. So really, the conversation was more about the fact he said, when I'm with you, I don't want to drink. 
and I thought, oh, girl, this isn't going to work. I'm going to have to say it now. Got to say it. And so I said, yeah, but when you're not with me, you do. And he said, that's it. He goes, I'm like, no, 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 no. He goes, that's it. I'm done. I'm like, no, no, no. I don't, you don't have to. I just, for me, it's just difficult because for, it was pretty early in sobriety. But yeah. that was it. He never drank again. And his mother is a non-drinker. So you can imagine who loves me. His mom <laughs> loves me. Do you ever uh, do you ever partake in uh, smoking any weed or anything like that? Or are you strictly completely no. sober? No, I am completely sober, but I really just have such a positive outlook on things and just love to party that I think that at this point it would probably make me a par- little paranoid right. yeah. if I were to, yeah. you know, at that this point. But I'm, you know, um, at that stage where I just don't think about it, but we do have a great life. We live on a lake. We have a party house. So I have more alcohol at my house than most <laughs> people that don't drink. And I'm the Cosmo maker. And I mean, I just love the, I love to party. I just always have. And it's nice that I've been able to adjust to this because now I don't even think about it. Yeah. But I have an awesome husband. Awesome husband. That'll tell you when someone loves you when they stop something that he was drinking about 18 beers a day. What about when you go to a bar? You cool in there too? Oh, I love it. Oh my gosh. No, I'm the one that wants people to get wasted so that I can party with them. Okay. All right. All right. So, okay. I'm glad that it didn't ruin your lifestyle because I think, you know, like no. one of the, try to stay away from friends and situations that right, put you in a bad place to everyone on your addiction. Yeah. And so a bar yeah. would be number one for me. I'd be like, I could not go into a bar. If I, right. if I quit drinking, I absolutely could not go into a bar. Not for but a long time. I mean, I don't, I, I just, I know me. Like I could not go to the bar, period. Yeah. It's impossible. Even if it's like, dude, we're just here to watch the game. You can just eat, get something to drink that's not booze. Like, I cannot do that. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm actively trying to quit drinking, yeah, there's no chance. I mean, like my cousin, he stopped drinking years ago, but they run a beer garden. He's the main bartender. Really? Yeah, does he drink some it. NAs and stuff like that? Does he What's ever, that? Does he have a non-alcoholic beer every once in a while? You know, it's a good question. I should ask I, I like the taste I don't of think beer. he, you know. No, no, no. I'm they're, with, they're not bad. I, and I know, I know a ton of people. I... Who quit alcohol? Yeah, who will still? Uh, <laughs> let me free. Let me phrase that. Quit alcohol. Who will still drink an NA beer? But I don't know that my cousin Patrick does. But he's like he'll even tell you. I mean, like he was a good partier and, and a good drinker. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he liked he liked getting after it. So he's like, yeah, it's kind of fun. He's like, I could run this bar. He's like, I. He's like, I don't have to taste it. I know what it should taste yes. like, what the combinations of <laughs> right, He's like, right. I spent way too much time in bars. Okay. Right. What did you stop doing and why did you stop doing it? 206-803-RUN. That's the weird thing, too, with like, not weird, but that's the difference between like food and other stuff. I've met plenty of bartender or waitress or waiter who says, I don't drink anymore, but it, like, I still like this job. There's still good money in it. Yeah, for sure. But like, I don't think... You, Food you have to have, so you're never going to meet a chef that's like, well, I don't eat any of my food. I don't eat anymore. <laughs> I just I stopped eating. I just make French fries. Quit look, three years yeah, ago. Right. I look at them and smell them. <laughs> oh, God, I want one. Just one. Right, that's, I mean, like, honestly, sometimes that's what can be tougher about it, too. Especially somebody like me, right? I can fluctuate. I certainly yeah. like eating food. Like with booze, if you're not supposed to, it's like, all right, I got to stay away from it. With food, it's like, you don't have to have Well, you still got to eat. You yes. just got to make sure we're making the right choices. Right. You are eating carrots earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Made a right choice, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> Don't sound so happy about it. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. Yes, friends, it's time once again for Sit and Spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. Tara Daly, how are you? Greetings, gentlemen. Fall is is here. Yeah, yes, it, it is. is. What uh, what pro- com- what uh, projects you got going? Like- oh, sorry. <laughs> no, so what projects you got going on? You got fall projects up there at your home? Um, not so much. It's mostly just like moving firewood closer to the house so that we can keep <laughs> yeah. the place warm inside. You know, that, that's a fall project for sure. That is a fall project for sure. We also cleaned out the fire pit to get ready for some good fall fire pit action. Uh huh. Okay. That's pretty much it, though. Other than that, it's just kind of, you know, typical scooping poop and things of that nature and the chicken coop and the goat pen. It's lovely out here. How about you and uh, a crock pot? 
Oh, I love crockpotting. Ted and I are crockpot brother and sister, I think. We both adore crockpot recipes this time of year. I am firing it up Saturday. I'm just just thinking of all the the fall things, you know, that you kind of fall into after uh, after summer is done. Music-wise, though... It doesn't seem like summer songs are fun songs. Always. They're You're going to have a good time. The sun you know, is shining. Yeah, We're I mean, doing things. Even Christmas music is upbeat, and a lot of people find it to be happy for them, uh, depending on the Christmas music. If they like Christmas or not. I mean, you can like, I'm just not saying it's all silent night. See, I think, I think fall. There's a lot of somber ones. That, that's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. That's, but but it's, it's Christmas, so we get it. But you're right. Summer's real upbeat. Spring typically fun. is kind of upbeat. Fall kind of just like, yeah. like NFL theme music. It's fall. It's it can kind of go either way. It really can. It can be a little bit slow and sad, or it can be a little bit of a you know hype song. Well, fall has the trouble too, is you got the heavy hitters coming up. You got Halloween, Thanksgiving, Monster Christmas. Mash, right? Yeah. So there's there's other stuff coming down the pipe. That's so these true. are uh, these are ten fall songs. So all smashing pumpkins. <laughs> exactly. Okay. These are ten fall songs to start the season on City Spin. Ten number ten. Because I'm still in love with you. I want to see you dance again. I bet you do. Oh, Neil Young, Harvest Moon. I mean, it's right there in the name. There it is. There it is. It doesn't make you think of fall when you hear Neil Young. Well, this song in particular. It makes me feel like I should try heroin and not get off the couch for like three days. Okay, but I have to confess, I saw Neil Young in concert once and got a little bit tipsy and cried like a baby. Oh, no. During this song or Neil Young? Not from this song. (laughs) What do you mean? It was definitely not Harvest Moon. It was a different one. I can't even remember. You were a little tipsy. I was a little bit tipsy. Neil Young got the waterworks going. (laughs) (laughs) These are 10 fall songs to start the season. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But do you have to, does it have to be in your title for people to know the fall song? You it know helps. what I'm saying? I mean, if you're, from, if you're from Seattle, the song should just be called Rain. <laughs> yeah, fill in the month. Like the November rain song is not necessary. From Zeppelin, sure. All the, uh, all the big ones. Everything that Ryan plays, uh, when it starts pouring down rain, we're sitting in the office, so it's like, you know, like, I don't know, mad season. Right, you're right, man. A yeah. nutshell or something like that. You're like, oh, he gets no. real Seattle real quick when oh, it rains. Man. The gloom of Castle. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Ten fall songs to start the season on Sitting Spin. Eight, number eight. Son Henley will get me snapping a little bit. And that is definitely, I mean, it's literally the end of summer, right? Yeah, I was basically what he's saying. Yeah. It's right there. But I like what he says. Like, he's not saying it's fall. He's saying it's, it's the end of summer. See, the Correct. difference is he's in California. I know. And they only have two seasons. <laughs> so what is he What is he upset about? He had to look at the calendar. I don't know. For, he's still got his top down in the video. He's, he's right. <laughs> right. He's in a, a convertible, for crying out loud. Yeah, the girls are in song. sundresses. You yeah. can just play this when you're leaving the beach. <laughs> there you go. It's the end of the good time. But you yeah. can still go to the beach is the problem. You're going to remember these times for Forever, ten, uh, Mike. Ten fall songs to start the season on Sid and Spence. Seven, number seven. Who's this depressing old son of a bitch? This is you too. Who ah, I yeah. really, you know, if I had to pick my least favorite band personally, <laughs> it would probably <laughs> yeah. be this band. Well, <laughs> wow. Wow. Least favorite band. I don't think I've ever heard you say that. That is awkward. Not, I know, I'm it just sounds saying, rough. I'm not saying they're a bad right. band. They're just my least favorite band. I know they're one of the biggest, greatest bands I'm ever not on the planet. It's they're just ba- not my thing. Tara, that's like going to a restaurant. This song is really depressing. I'm not saying your food is bad. I'm saying I don't like anything on my plate. I just don't want to eat here. <laughs> right. yeah. I just want to eat what you cook, but it's not that you're a bad cook. Wow. <laughs> We're starting the fall season off right. Ten fall songs to start the season on Sit's Bay. Number six. September morn. <laughs> we danced until the night became a brand new day. She got her braces stuck in his chest hair. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Dance all night. They're on coke. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't help because today it's raining. I know. There's also, the fall is beautiful. (laughs) Those crisp mornings, college football. September. Oh, yeah. That's what Neil's talking about. Dan holding a beautiful woman (laughs) in the autumn foliage. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he's saying. <laughs> I know what he's saying, all right? I feel. out that weed blower, <laughs> leaf blower. <laughs> The sounds of a September morn. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, though, did they have leaf blowers in 1979? No, but that's what I wake up to every morning. Well, it depends. Wow. Because Leaf Garrett was a very popular uh, act back then, so I'm going to say yes. There you go. What in the hell? It's 7 o'clock. These are 10 full songs to start the season. Five, number five. Now, I know, I know September's in the title, but listen, man, this feels like summer. Yeah. You know, really, Mike? I'd put this well, on the technically, level. Technically, it's the 21st night of September, and for us, we had the fall equinox on the 23rd. So this Suck is on that, Mike. technically a summer song. Yeah, that's right. right. So I'd put this kind of like on the on the level of boys with summer. It's the end of summer. Okay. It's like, all right. All like, right, all like, right. College football's coming, yeah, man. Yeah. Crockpots. <laughs> Days get shorter. We're hyped up. We're hyped dark. Up. PSLs. Ten fall songs to start the season. Number four. Working on a night move. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, give me that seer, baby. You want to smell his beard, don't you? I do. <laughs> yeah. What makes it a, so- a, friend, a fall uh, song? Ted and I have t- Ted and I have a friend that karaoke's this song from time to time, and it just ruins everything for me. <laughs> That's a karaoke. Let's see her do it. Thanks for that. You can just say Brad, Taryn. <laughs> it's not Brad. <laughs> it's not Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Ten fall songs to start the season. Three, number three. Oh, Maggie, I Ted, did the crowd go crazy for this when you saw Rod Stewart a couple weeks back? Oh, Mike, you were there, too. There, yeah. I, look, I'm on a Rod Stewart kick. I listened to it at, I don't know, midnight after that flood race Saturday night. <laughs> nice. I imagine they went crazy for every song Rod sang. You said did all hits, right? Mm-hmm. Like no filler, no weird beats. Well, and a lot of covers as well. It's not Correct. like he played a whole lot of his own songs. He like, definitely played this what one. What did but- he cover? I'm just curious. Like, oh. I can't remember. All the big ones. We were pretty you. bombed that night. So. <laughs> okay. Well, it's not that. It's just, it, it's him doing covers, but also right. some of his most famous songs, I think, are covers. Ah. Yeah. So it's okay. not like it's unheard of. Ten fall songs to start the season on Sin Spin. Two, number two. You know, the night's magic seemed to whisper and hate. You know, the soft moonlight. Van Morrison, get that jazz flute in there. <laughs> As Ryan Castle would say, a uh, fun fact, Van Morrison, not a nice human being. Really? No. No. Not even close. What? No. No. No, not nice. Well, that's unfortunate. That is unfortunate. I used to be a big fan, and then I tried to interview him one time. Oh, really? I think there's a story behind this. No, he's just not a nice guy. He's just like, he's not a happy individual. How do you sing the song and you're not a happy guy? I don't know. That's what I thought. Like, how could you be your Van Morrison? Everyone loves you. Why are you so angry? Like, what happened to you? Well, I find out that Kermit the Frog, like, smokes eight packs of cigarettes a day. Hey, shut up, kid. <laughs> These are 10 I'm tired of on camera. To start the season, we made it to number one. One, number one. All right. That's a great tune, man. Leaves are falling. Swinging the hammer of the gods. All around. I think he's referring to his penis. Ramble on. There you go. <laughs> the hammer of the gods. That's a Thank big you, uh, Thank you, Taryn, for getting us ready for fall. We had no idea based on the weather that he was even coming. You know what I mean? I'm so ready. I'm bundled up. I've layered. This is the new normal for us. Taryn, oh, yeah. we'll, uh, we'll see you coming up at uh, 6 o'clock. Also on the way, we'll drink a toast with a shot of the day. You are listening to the men's room. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. So the story goes, no one played more shows at Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino than Elvis Presley. I trust him. Who notched an impressive 636 sold-out performances in, resid- uh, in his residency before his 1977 death. Probably the reason he was sweating all the time. No one until last weekend. That is, when 70s legend Barry Manilow logged his 637th show at the same venue. Elvis got outdone by Barry Manilow. Uh, NPR reports that Manilow, known for such hits as Copacabana, Mandy, and Can't Smile Without You, showed up for his record-breaking performance in a red jacket with the Elvis iconic TCB lightning bolt stitched into the sleeve. Manilow did Hound Dog. As a tribute to the king. I'd be curious to hear Barry Manilow's interpretation of Hound Dog. Mm-hmm. Welcome to our record-breaking weekend, he said as he took the uh, the stage. NPR also notes that both Manilow and Elvis, rec- they, the records pale in comparison to the longest residency in Las Vegas history. Now, is in this the, someone still active? Uh, yes. As a matter of fact, one of the members oh, is still doing a show. I know. So I it's know a band, it not a DJ? It, it is it, not a DJ. Yeah. I'd I mean, if you want to call them a band. Ensemble. Perhaps. They used to be a family uh, television show. The Osmonds? The, the Osmonds, Osmonds, dude. I cannot believe. Donnie and Marie played <laughs> 1,730 shows over 11 years. Manilow, believe it or not, still thinks he can catch up with that as those guys aren't uh, doing that residency anymore. Dude, I don't know if you're going to live that long. But either way. That is a lot. Of, the Osmonds. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, keep in mind, 637 shows for Manilow. All those shows were sold out. That's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. So that's uh, da- that's a crazy number. What's it, Donnie and Marie? Yeah, Donnie and Marie. Donnie and Marie Did they ever seem a little too close? I mean, I don't, look, I was a kid. They had a TV show for a while, like their own variety show or something. And it's the most wholesome, awful thing you could possibly watch. But as a kid, it was fine. They never struck me as weird there. Then they, well, they kind of disappeared for a while. Honestly, no, I never I never thought. But I, didn't know, I didn't know them as, as, right, like that. I never saw the Osmonds or whatever. Right. They were just, when I, I just remember them being like, a singing couple. And then I was like, oh, they're brother and sister. Well, it's a whole family. So the yeah, Osmonds, right. they I, were the I, best I looking ones, now. I guess. And they put them in the front. That's basically it. And then the well, other, maybe it's uh, just me. I the, the ugly, well, they seemed a little too close. The ugly Osmonds they put in the back. But whatever was going on at the, <laughs> the time. Ugly, that's the backup yeah. band. They, they, Donnie Marie and the ugly Osmonds. It was, it, it was a variety show. So if the Hulk was popular on TV. Huge. Lou Ferrigno would come out dressed as the Hulk, all green. And he would be on the Osmonds doing either a skit or something stupid or it, it was just one of those shows. For real? Oh, yeah. I don't remember most, that most of those I vari- love the Hulk as Most a of those variety shows did that. I mean, when you, when you think about, like, bringing in uh, the Star Wars characters. Right, they had to up, be dressed any up. Any right? type of variety show, they would bring in who was popular at the time and feature them, whether it was Cher doing a duet with, with Donnie or whatever the deal was. It was just whoever was popular, they ended up doing either a sketch or a song or something. I wonder, I've always wondered, like, how annoying does that get? For certain people, okay? So Lou Ferrigno, you're going to make a guest appearance. you got to dress as the Hulk because that's the only time anyone's going to care about you, right? But you see all these TV commercials, particularly when it features uh, football players. And no matter what it is they're pimping, like, but you need to put on your football uniform. Other than the subway ads where you can just dress in street clothes and say, hey, we, we prefer this or whatever the hell. Like, every time they do these dumbass commercials, I'm like, do the football players go like, man, can we do a commercial where I don't have to put on shoulder pads and the pants? and a jersey, and a helmet, and all the rest of this nonsense. You know, even when it's like a real estate ad for someone local, like, oh, we have so-and-so with us. 
The guy doing the pitch is wearing a normal business suit. Then they're bringing this football player you know, which if you like football, that's good enough. But no, they have to have the shoulder pads and all that. And they make some corny joke that relates back to the sport. I mean, football has it the worst. Right. I mean, and I know they're not in full pads, but I'm like, honest to God, they're like, come on, man. They Right there, they generally have on subtype of team gear. There's something. But I watched a whole thing on ESPN about athletes and, and, and wasting all the money they make. And keep in mind, out of the four major sports, the football NFL players make the least. Yeah. But they look. call it helmet syndrome. Because you don't know what, because they're wearing helmets and pads all the time. So ah. They don't get recognized, right? Whereas like a baseball player, basketball player, like you recognize them. Basketball players pretty easy as they're giant. Yeah. But baseball players, you just see their face every day. Whereas football players, sometimes when they're out somewhere, if you're not a giant dude, like they, they almost like they have to overcome it and they buy more drinks for the bars. They buy more bottles. Really? Yeah. So that, that's not, you're right. Like I think when they do those ads, it's like, oh, he's a football guy. We got to sh- remind you. You got to wear your football uniform. Yeah. Like, come on, man. We're pitching like a toilet cleaner. Right. Cause even if we had, let's say, DK Metcalf do a commercial for the men's room on TV, like we would put him in a KISW men's room, like, Football jersey. jersey. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we would. <laughs> What's the number? Why is it significant to you? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Doc. Welcome to the men's room. What's up, young guns? Hola. Hey, my number is 15, and the reason being is because my wife's birthday is April 15th. All right. We got, mar- we got married on May 15th. My birthday is June 15th, and we got baptized together at our church on July 15th. Now, did you do all this on purpose? Going like, hey, man, let's just, the 15th of each Actually, month starting in April. Well, now, look, I I didn't help her get born, so <laughs> yes, that I, was up I, to I her mom and dad. But all the rest you could kind but, of control. But, yes, well, I didn't control my birthday either, but right. we, we did choose the, the wedding date for May 15th because of our birthdays. And then the baptism just came about that it fell on that day. And so we did that. Did Did your wife ever get upset that her birthday is on tax day? No, because uh, then that's a reminder that uh, (laughs) we're either going going to get some money back or we're going to have to give some money back. Did you get to walk into one of those big tanks when you got baptized and have, like, the steps that come down, like the the new baptism? Absolutely. Okay, see, I I was dunked in a river. Really? Yeah. I, oh, that's even, that's even better. That's that's the way Jesus did it. Yeah, Why that's, not? Say, that, well, that's the original. That's the old school way, man. Yeah. It yes, might, have, might have had a little uh, sulfur in it from the runoff from the. Oh, I guarantee you. Now, but, trust uh, me. I went to kind of school my whole life. We were always so jealous of people that got to do it in a river. Really? For real? Oh yeah. Well, the, the, <laughs> well number one, he's right. John the Baptist, like, like Catholicism isn't even a thing yet, and Jesus is like. You got to baptize me. He's like, well, I can't. You're the son of God. But right. he gets it done. I want to say in the Jordan River. That is a big so, ass. Yeah. Right. It already looks. All, you already want to kind of be like Jesus at that point. <laughs> and then also, like I don't know. Like we didn't. We just had you get babies and they pour a little over your forehead yeah, or a little bit on your even head. if you're an adult. I think they just kind well, of pour it some it, on your. I, head. I was five years old, and and the thing that I remember the most was I I had my nice clothes on. Yeah. So I have to walk into the river. And I'm like, I don't want to walk into the river. Like, can I take my pants off? Can I take my shoes off? Can I take my socks off? Can I? Can I? Can you take anything off? Can I wear my bathing suit? No, I, I went in with my best Sunday clothes on, shoes and all. Yeah, but the you guy, can't even get barefoot. The guy who baptized me, the the minister, he had his full robe and everything on, and he was the first guy. I wasn't the first kid to be baptized that day. Right. So as soon as I saw him walk into the river. In all of his robes and everything was getting wet. I'm like, it's perfectly fine if I jump in in this. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, hell with it, man. He's fully dressed, you know. Because I felt awkward. I'd seen for the like, him. Typically, if you're going to be in the river, you're probably going to swim. So I just kind of figured I should put on some swim trunks. That is a lot, man. That just got baptized in the river. It's West Virginia. I know it's West Virginia. What are what they going to do in an above ground pool? Probably. <laughs> you know, back up a pickup walk truck. Down, walk down up. this blue ladder. <laughs> right. Or just come down the slide. <laughs> Slide in there, son. There you go. With a deck that they built around it to make it the same height. Want more of the men's room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill. The greatest story never told. Available on radio.com. Time to open wide and sample Ted's meat. And potatoes. Now, here's your host, head chef of the men's room, the Ted Nugent. Head chef is in the house. Thank you, folks. Thank you showing up tonight today whatever i'm glad you're here 
Almost. All right, so this is the best cities in America for meat eaters. Let me give you a little bit of uh, a little background here on how they did this stuff, okay? Uh, basically, they considered factors like number of steakhouses, All right. barbecue restaurants. Uh, I'll see that uh-huh. together. You're right. You, you're Holding right. hands together. Burger spots and butcher shops, along with mo- local, local meat quality. Uh, as well as demand for meat in the area. <laughs> yeah, lady. Yeah, looking for some meat. Okay, can we take guesses? Sure, take some guesses. I'll say Houston, Texas. Oh, that's strong. Not on the list. But not strong enough. All right, uh, so butcher shops, burger joints, barbecue, Steak, yeah. steakhouses. Austin, Texas. Dallas. Uh, not on the list. Not on the list. Okay, we're going to let you go. Man, to me, like Texas, I thought, like, that's... St- Dallas they don't is known do for steakhouses. Houston's known for barbecue. Obviously, these two things transfer Austin over. probably has all the uh, hoity-toity butcher stuff. They do, but the thing with Austin, is, I've been there once. You know, Austin, it's starting to get all that vegetarian thing going on. So. Oh, I see. Because it's Austin. Okay. Right? There's still some really good... I mean, you could still make the argument that, that what, that Franklin's, right, has been voted over and over the best brisket in America. Yes. Yep, Terry yep. Black's is pretty famous. To, I mean, there's... Like my like Cobb His name is Terry Crews. <laughs> like Cobb lives down there right now, and he's like, he's like, those are just the ones you hear about. He's yeah. like, there's a lot of great barbecue joints that you've never even heard of in Austin. That he's like, you just walk to them and they're great. Everywhere my parents took me, it was nowhere that I'd heard of. Right, they were there for like a year, year and a half, whatever. But went down to visit them, and every time we went to a barbecue joint, like we'd recognize certain places. But I was like, man, that's not the place we're going to. You go to the place that looks like someone opened a restaurant in their living room. Right, and I always say the guy's smoking a cigarette in the kitchen, and it is tremendous. Correct, but correct. he's from Houston, so he's kind of picky like that. All right, so let's start on the bottom of the list: Kansas City. That's the bottom. Okay. Well, these are the top ten. Okay, so it's the bottom of the, the ten. Not of so the bad. Ten. I'm waiting for the next nine, then, because I, I, yeah. I'm going to find new places to travel. Uh, Miles, you actually have been to a lot of these cities. Okay, so Kansas City was on there. Was number ten. Number nine, you had Denver. Denver. Uh, you know what, man? That makes sense. They do make a big deal because they have so much locally sourced cattle. Well, remember there for that beer thing? That's one mm-hmm. of like every menu we saw in all the different places. If you look down at anything that had meat, they made it a point to let you know, hey, man, Colorado farms, like it's it's a big, big deal. But other than like their street tamales, I cannot think of anything that really defines Denver on the food scene other than a Denver omelet. Which is There's a... not, but I think their whole thing like, we got meat. We yeah. might not specialize yeah. in anything in particular, but we got meat. Yeah. Uh, next up, Boston. But remember, a lot of this is high demand for it. When you think, and like, to me, Boston makes this because high demand and, and uh, butcher shops. Right, So it's right, a thin right. line between okay. like, I don't know what the difference is between like a butcher shop and a deli. I guess you can't buy steaks in a deli, but I mean, they're back there shaving the meat. But and generally this and that. at a deli, the carcass of the animal's not there. You know what? That's you a know, very they good point. bought it from the butcher more than like. But you go to the butcher shop; it's like whatever you're asking for. They they open up that back a, room. I need a knuckle. Uh, <laughs> this one I knew was going to show up on the list because it always does. Portland, Oregon. Really? Huh? They there are some very good restaurants in Portland. It's a it, very good food food city. I don't dispute that. Just when you say like meat, what the thing you hear about Portland now, and like I said, a lot of states and cities have a different projection than what the reality of the place is, right? So, but with Portland, you know, all you hear is more of the progressive vegan. Vegetarian, blah blah blah. It makes sense it'd be good for meat, but I just I don't think meat. But Ted, you're totally right. I've never had a bad meal in Portland. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. Never had a bad time in Portland. Yeah, I mean, food I've never ever bitched about. No, you're right. You're, you're I, right. I've never gone to a place goes. This place sucks. Mm-hmm. No, I'm with you. Ever. I've, I've had ever. some delicious meals there, and there, there's some really good restaurants. And the thing that's cool about Portland is a lot of them are just in Portland. Yeah, as opposed to like yeah. right giant chains. Uh, again, this is a list of the best cities in America for meat eaters. All right, the next two, I'll give you a hint. They're they're pretty close to each other. St. Louis. San Francisco and Oakland. Uh, okay. Right. Again, and we were just in San Francisco, and obviously they have a it's a well known food scene, but the way it's presented to the rest of the world, I always think more again, the vegan, vegetarian, because they have a lot of that. But I guess if it comes to me and I'll tell you what, man, when we were there like three or four days. Every meal we had was ridiculous. Even the kids thought it was great, which to me is a true test. I had a buddy that lived down there in the North Bay for a while. I've had some of the best meals of my life. I'm with you. If you know food and you know what place, like San Francisco's awesome. It, I would also good. say if you like steak and you like uh, uh, prime rib, it's a very old school joint at San Francisco. It might be called the prime rib. Okay. But yeah. I mean, they yep. just, 
I think that's a chain too. They have them in a couple of locations, but bigger. Is it a chain or is it each it's one not has the a prime rib? Thing. You're right. It's this is an old school joint. Like it, it's almost all tourists, but some locals know about it. Sure. So even your people that are like super foodies and like I don't go to tourist spots, they'll still they'll go, go here. Mm-hmm. But they walk around with this giant like silver container. And they open it up. You, there's like four different cuts you can get if you finish it. You get an, an extra oh. piece for free. All right. And they make like the salad right there. That's got okay. like some house made Thousand Island. Oh, it is killing me. I should have looked that up before I started. My apologies. Ten, I will say this. But it is, it is old school and it is a blast. I was in San Francisco and I wanted some, some oysters, shellfish, whatever, you know. I figured that's, that's yeah. one of their, you know. This guy was like the, uh, the maitre d' or what, not, not the, who's the, the concierge. Yeah. He said, this is the best oyster place in San Francisco. This is where you need to go. Okay. It's not closed. Take this, take the Uber. Typically they get, you know, a little bit of kickback on that yeah. stuff. He didn't on this one. We go down there. I look at the menu. They probably have 20 different kinds of oysters. Mussels, everything else. I swear to God, 85% of the oysters were from here. Yeah, I was going to say, I bet you. Or yep. BC. And then uh, the rest were like Pin Cove mussels. And mm-hmm. like, oh, it was like, it was, it was all our dude, stuff. Dude, I've, I've, I've been in Massachusetts at a seafood joint. And they were like, and the guy's like, we got that. And I was like, I, I live out there. I want yeah, some from this. Right, exactly. Dude, Thank you. Uh, the, the House of Prime Rib in House San Francisco. And when you look it up, you'll see the pictures. You'll get what I'm saying. Like, it, it doesn't. It's just very old school. Like, it, just go. Trust me. Right, I had okay. to be talked into it, and I was like, I will come here every time I'm in town. Uh, let's see. Next up on the list, Minneapolis. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, good for them. I just, for whatever reason, Minneapolis is a major city. It's one of the bigger cities in the U.S. Rarely crosses my mind. Right. Well, burger spots are also on the list, and I believe Minneapolis okay. is where yeah. we get the Juicy Lucy from. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Atlanta. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Makes a great well, deal. Well, plus barbecue down there. I mean, they're just flying through. Barbecue place. and steak. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The runner-up was Las Vegas. Las Vegas obviously gets helped out a ton just because the amount of steakhouses. There's 119 of them in Las Vegas. Man. And it's not a very large city. Geographic. Again, never had a bad meal in Vegas. Yeah. Now, the food in Vegas has gotten so much better the last 20, 25 years. And then number one, Miami. 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 Yeah. Damn. I'll be. I would not have guessed this. Cow capital of the world. Now, yeah, I mean, exactly. You, know, you think seafood, you know, all that kind of stuff. I think seafood, yeah. silicone breast. I thought you were going to say Los Angeles based on hamburgers. Well, I would say with Miami, like, too, you got to remember, like, I mean, obviously the Cuban influence. Some of the best Cuban food I've ever had in my life was down there. That's the best Cuban food I've had, I think, sans Cuba. Correct. Right? I mean, yeah. And, and every Cuban joint there is run by Cubans. <laughs> right? Seriously, it goes a long way. Yeah. Thank you, Head Chef. We appreciate it. Shot of the day's coming up. You are listening to the Men's Rep. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. 
Connect with the men's room on Instagram at Men's Room Live. Guess who it is, Ted? James. James, James. welcome to the men's room. Dummy. <laughs> Single ball scotch and whiskey redheads. Oh, yeah. James, are you sober or not sober? <laughs> sober. Putting stuff on the shelf. All right, James. Oh, James, beer guy. What's up, dude? Much. Okay, James, where are you seated in uh, Vegas there? Barry Manilow, Donnie and Marie, Magic Mike live or the Wiggles? I, I was going to see Manilow. <laughs> I feel like this is somebody's ringtone and people are just blowing them up. <laughs> All right, here's your question. What's the name of Harry Potter's pet owl? Yeah. Hedwig. One and done. Damn. Nice job. All right, James, hang on there. You get your true or false Muppets-related question. True or false, Kermit the Frog once beat a man to death with a frozen turkey. Yeah, you don't owe Kermit the Frog money. (laughs) That's the truth. Why do you think he's green? That's exactly it, He's obsessed with it. It's actually just tattooed skin. (laughs) (laughs) Where is my coke? <laughs> Hello, Julie. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. Julie, are you sober or not sober? Not sober. All right, Julie. Welcome to Big Dummy. Oh, what are you drinking today, Julie? Oh, just Bud Light. Bud Light, Julie. How many times have you peed? Just one. Just one. Just once. All right, Julie. What do you see in Vegas? Barry Manilow, Donnie, and Marie. Magic Mike live or the Wiggles. Barry Manilow. <laughs> Why have they played Barry Manilow like 20 times in one Because people want to see some Barry. Mike, before the end of this segment, because I get the feeling I'm going to have to ask, I'm just Don't play it yet. Sure. I'm just curious to know what uh, Donnie and Marie song we have on deck. Because I can't think of. I, I remember saying you the have TV a single show. guess. I don't, did, did you, I don't remember did you any know of the, the songs. Names? I knew it because it was parodied on South Park. <laughs> okay. And I actually, well, did you know? I didn't know if it was a cover. I had to look up, and I believe it is actually their oh, song. Aren't don't they sing, I'm a little bit country, I'm a little bit rock and roll? Maybe. Honestly, I don't Either know. Either them or Sonny and Cher. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Like I said, I grew up, the I show was right. on. I, I couldn't tell you. Oh. I, we got to wait till somebody picks them. Yeah. <laughs> but no one's going to pick them. Maybe, maybe it'll never happen. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm thinking. All right, Julie, here is your question. Since 1995, what state has led the U.S. in milk production? Is it Iowa, Kansas, Texas, or California? So Iowa, Kansas, Texas, or California, what state has led the U.S. in milk production since 1995? I'm going to say California. Damn. Boom. Well done. Nice job. I don't Hang on. We have our true or false Muppet questions. Are you a fan of the Muppets? Totally. All right. Then you'll probably know the answer to this. Before uh, just being the old men in the gallery, Sattler and Waldorf were hitmen for the mob. It's got to be true. Of course it's true. Mm-hmm. They just made fun of the guy another before side. they killed him. Yeah. Another side note. <laughs> <laughs> Should have been a head again. <laughs> Should have paid Kermit. <laughs> <laughs> Big Dummy is the game. 206-803-ROCK. Yes, Apparently it is easy being green. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they specifically worked for Kermit. If I could ask you two gentlemen to grab that woman in the third row. Grab her where? Yeah, oh, yeah, grab her where? I need you to cut off one of her pinkies before we begin filming. Because I hate when people spurt blood and scream. Oh, no. Holding. Hello, <laughs> 78 offense. <laughs> And now he works covertly in the NFL. <laughs> Hello, Miro. Welcome to the men's room. Liquor and s'mores. Hola. Miro, sober Hola. or not sober? Sober. All right. Welcome to Big Dummy. Okay, you're going to Vegas. What show are you going to see? Barry Manilow, Donnie and Marie, Magic Mike Live, or the Wiggles? Well, since I've met both of them at two separate parties in back-to-back years, I'll have to say Donnie and Marie. I'm a little bit Oh my god. I'm a little bit rock and roll. Rock and roll. No, no! You don't! There's no Motown hip hop in your soul. You, what? How long before Donnie's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm a little bit rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think like I'm choking on a hair in my throat. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, how long do you think this show lasts? Because they'd have to come up to my show. They're, sir, closing, they're closing it with this. Sir, you cannot just openly scream curse words at the Like, I'm sorry. Because every time they sing, I get really angry. I just stand up and walk out. <laughs> like, I can't take it. <laughs> the rock and roll. All right, Miro, here is your question. Boy, that's a bad song, man. That's terrible. God oh, almighty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I actually met them. I actually met them both at separate Halloween parties at the Space Needle. Uh, Capitol Records put on uh, several years of a Halloween parties there, and they were the guests at two consecutive years. It's, it's Capitol Records. They have a massive catalog of musicians, and you're telling me they grabbed Donnie and Marie in two separate years. Yeah, that's right. And one year, I was, uh, one year Donnie asked me. He looked at me and go, "What are you dressed up as?" And I go, "The Aurora Borealis." And he goes. Yeah, you're out there, man. <laughs> you're I gotta out there. ask, what year was this? <laughs> yeah, I was around seven, uh, 91, 92. All right. No, all no right. not all right. I'm just saying. What's wrong with that? I mean, you show up for the party. I mean, if they're there, they're there. Yeah, free food and drink, right. man. I mean, I'm there. I'm not saying no, that. No, no, no. Throughout the Capitol Records. Right, there's a lot of people in that 1991, roster. right? So you tell, hey, man, Capitol Records, you're going to have some special guests. I'm like, in. And it's Donnie and or Marie Osmond. Like, you've got to the be The longest me. running residency with the most shows in Las Vegas. It's my rock and roll. Yeah. It's Barry Manilow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, no Donnie and oh. They almost tripled. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I'm going to. That's bad. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go for it. Woo. I don't know why I said I wanted to hear it. Listen, brother. If the CIA ever needs to uh, interrogate Ted, that is the song we're going to play. What are the codes? All right, there, uh, Miro. <laughs> yeah. Where was, born? Where was Wonder Woman born? Where was Wonder Woman born? The Amazon. See, that's what I thought. It's not Amazon. Come on, Mike. Come on. It's like Valhalla or something like it, that. Oh my god, it is not Valhalla. It's Paradise Island. That was my next guess. Paradise Island. Valhalla. <laughs> Alright, question. <laughs> what V word is Latin for poison? What V word is Latin for poison? Poison? Poison. Like the worst band ever, but yeah. Word that starts okay, with the letter okay. V. Uh we, What was that? Becky? Venom? Virus. Virus. Oh, I think it's a B. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, it changes everything. Virus? No, V is in virus. <laughs> All right, your question. What is the third most populous country on Earth behind China and India? The U.S.? It is the U.S. It oh, is. Yeah. So basically, the order is oh boy, what happened? It's uh, China, India, U.S., Indonesia, Pakistan, Nigeria, Brazil, Bangladesh, Russia, then Mexico. Hmm. Okay. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com/slash the men's room. Now back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. All right, everybody, it's drinking time. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, and as usual, we head to the drink desk and Steve at Throw Hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed. And uh, we got to thank listener Steve uh, Thompson for sending this one our way. So today, you know, we toast elephants. All right, just elephants. Yes, elephants. They're highly intelligent animals with complex emotions, feelings, compassion, and self-awareness. In fact, they're one of the very few species that can recognize themselves in a mirror. Most animals just think it's another animal of their kind. Mm-hmm. And elephants, they know it's them. Uh, they can live anywhere from 50 to 70 years. Uh, and They truly do have one of the best memories in nature. But also, they can fart for 7.9 straight seconds. And when an animal farts... We toast it. Thanks to Steve. I got the audio. So this is an elephant. Now, keep in mind, this is not the zoo. Uh, these were just general photographers on safari in Africa. They're on the opposite side. Keep in mind, they're on the opposite side of a watering hole from this elephant. The elephant, there's like three of them there. You can tell which one's farting because it's whipping its tail. 
Again, this is from the other side of a watering hole. Ta-da! Yeah, that was, uh, listen to that one more time, man. That is, that's wet. And parents know, Jesus. if you hear your kid do that, you immediately say, change your pants. That's going to itch when yeah. it dries. Yeah. That, needs a, that needs a dry wipe. I mean, that is God almighty, man. Uh, so we pour this booze and we drink this booze <laughs> because we think it's yummy. yummy. So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the whole lot of Jonah. Thanks for listening to the best of the men's room podcast. Want more of the men's room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Oh, man. A double flush production. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.